Mueller and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler flying solo this week. You know the drill. I'll take your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your reactions on Twitter at Wesley Euler. That's where you can get at me if you want to get involved with the show today. Rocking and rolling once again solo, but I'll bring some friends. Our buddy Brian Backo will join me for the second segment of the show. We'll have all of our normal Thursday fixins. We'll start to scout the Seahawks. We'll do a little three things Thursday. And, you know, we'll get to your reactions on the Twitter.com as well, too. I appreciate you guys rocking with me this week. I got to say, right off the top here, little uh, transparency, little honesty from me. I'm a psycho in, a, in, a, in, in some ways. I mean, we all are, right? But one of the, one of the ways that I'm, a, uh, that I'm a psycho is I, a, I habitually listen to myself on radio, if that makes sense, right? Like, I, 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 not every single minute of every single show that I do, but usually every day when I'm driving home from work or, you know, maybe later on in the evening if my wife's asleep and I'm just sitting there playing some PlayStation or watching some sports or whatever, I listen to my shows pretty regularly. I think that's the only way to get better, right? I know some people don't like to do that. They don't like to listen to themselves. They don't like to watch themselves, whatever it may be. But I kind of look at it, I guess, maybe in in similar ways that athletes do. Like, if you're not going to watch film, how do you expect to improve? If you're not going to listen to yourself, how do you expect to improve? So I do listen back to these shows a lot. The shows that I do on ESPN Pittsburgh as well, too. And just quick confession off the jump here. I don't know what it was, but I sounded like crap yesterday. I mean, my voice sounded like diddly squat. I don't know what it was. My voice was just worn out. Maybe I've been doing a lot of solo radio this week. Um, you know, a, a lot going on at home with my wife, uh, you know, about to, to to pop any day now, four days until uh, we're due for the birth of our first child. Um, I don't know what it was, but I think I was just a little worn out yesterday. I went back. I listened to the show. My voice did not sound good yesterday. So I appreciate you guys for bearing with me and rocking and rolling with me yesterday. I think I sound much better today. I got my energy back today. I got a little pep in my step. I got some tickets uh, this morning. I secured my tickets for the Red Hot Chili Peppers next summer, baby. Oh, yeah. Going to see the Chili Peppers in Philly and in New York City next summer. I can't wait. So I'm energized. I got a pep in my step. It's Thursday. We're almost towards the weekend. Let's get it going here, and let's have some fun. You know where to get at me if you want to get involved. It is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. As we start to scout the Seahawks, I like to go straight to the source, right? And, and one of those guys that I always like to hear from, uh, of course, captain of the defense, one of the leaders on this Steelers team, Cam Hayward. He took some time to uh, to catch up with the media, talk about the current uh, state of the team and everything that he's looking forward to Sunday night in primetime against the Seattle Seahawks. Take a listen. Playing against the backup quarterback, is there a, uh, 
do you have to guard against like a letdown or is it the opposite? You almost have to, you're almost on on alert because you haven't seen this guy and really know what he's all about. I definitely think it's the, the latter. You know, I think for us, we have to, you know, we haven't, you know, Gino hasn't played that long and, um, you know, it's a little bit different from Russell, so you got to be on your B's and Q's. Uh, you know, for Russell, we've had a good body of work and we've been watching, but, you know, Gino only had the half early, but, uh, you know, you know he can spin it. He's been in this league for a while, uh, and we're going to have our, we're gonna have our work cut out for us. Did you go back and watch Giants State, Jets State too, or how, how do you prepare? Um, a little bit of Jets, but for the most part, um, the best thing uh, when a back, backup quarterback goes in is they have a running game. Um, so it's going to come down to that, I think. Uh, we got to do a good job of, you know, stopping that up front. And if we do that, then we can, you know, really pin our ears back. Mike was making the point during his press conference that he wasn't saying that Geno's another Russ, but the point being with his skill set, he could go in and the offense doesn't have to function incredibly different. Yeah. Is it essentially what you saw when you were watching the Rams game? Yeah, you know, when you watch the film, um, the thing that really jumps out to you, it wasn't like there was a big letdown. Um, he was able to rally the troops. Um, that one pass he had at the end in the corner, I thought was was pretty good. Um, so, you know, they're not going to change up much. Uh, you know, he's able to extend the pocket a little bit more um, than, you know, your normal backups. But, uh, you know, he has experience in starting. So, you know, this isn't his first rodeo. You guys had a great deal of success, especially in the Buffalo game, rushing with four. Mm -hmm. um, with the amount of attention you're seeing, TJ seeing some injuries along the way, would it help to spice in, or splice in the blitz a little bit more often? We just got to win. Um, you know, win our one-on-ones. Uh, if we do get doubles, uh, that means somebody else is open. Uh, and if those guys aren't, if, we, or if I'm not winning, or if another guy's not winning, um, then they're just going to keep doing it. Um, the quickest way to get somebody out of a, getting a double team is that your one-on-ones win. Cam, what did that? The three outside linebackers on the field at the same time. What did that even you guys? Um, you know, it's just a different look that someone's got to prepare for. Um, you know, everybody's a capable rusher. Um, sliding in an outside, another outside linebacker is, uh, you got to be uh, more athletic to handle it. And a handful of games in, how do you feel Schobert's fit into the defense? What's he added? How's he doing? You know, Joe's awesome. You know, I, I love how he communicates. Um, you know, it was really solid. I think it helps out Devin and Ross Spillane a lot. Uh, another brain to pick. Um, you know, and he's just going to continue to grow at it. I think uh, the great thing about Joe is, um, you know, he understands he just got here, uh, but he knows he can continue to keep working and get better. Kim, I know it's a different side of the ball, but when you lose a guy like Juju, how do you make up for the energy and just kind of intangible qualities that he brings to a team? Um, you know, I've said this before with other guys who've gotten hurt. Um, you're not able to, you know, just have one guy replicate it, but it's got to be multiple guys that are doing their job at a high level. Uh, and, you know, if they have big plays, we're moving in the right direction. The energy that he brings, like, even on the sideline, is that something that the defense has fed off of in the past? I mean, can you just sense, like, his you know, presence is something like that? I like the energy when the offense stays on the field. So, uh, you know, if we can keep that going, that's a big thing. Um, and the defense is always excited about that. Cam, one more thing about Schobert. Um, he obviously is brought, brought in to help cover some tight ends and mm -hmm. running backs. I know he's given up some plays, but he's been right on himself. 
how, how well has he performed in that aspect of the game? You know, um, we ask a lot of our linebackers here. Um, but I think he's performed admirably. Um, you know, I know it's not perfect, but, you know, um, a tough catch and a hard catch, you know, we'll take every time. Um, you know, it's the open catches where we're beating our heads down, and, you know, Joe doesn't have a lot of those. Was there one miscommunication maybe between him and Pierre on that long touchdown? Oh, I have to look back at it. Uh, you know, I, I think we had a couple miscommunications, but that's just got to clean up. Um, new guys, younger guys, got to clean it up right away. How much would Davis help coming back? I know he's been practicing. Uh, would he help defense line? Dav Davis? Oh, wow. I don't call Carlos Davis. I don't call him by his last name. So, like, when you said I was like, who the heck is Davis? Man. Khalil. Come on, man. No, but uh, – no, uh, you know, Carlos can help out a lot. He's able to rush the passer. Um, you know, we're pretty light on noses as it is. The fact that I'm playing those is already a question. But, uh, you know, we got a pretty good group that's just got to get healthy at the right time. You, you've seen to it running around a little bit of practice. Are you mm -hmm. hopeful after the bye of it? I'm hopeful. Man, I, I, you know, we all want him back. And, uh, you know, I think he's progressing the right way. But, uh, you know, uh, we'll wait until he's ready. How much does it help even just having him in the meeting room or seeing him out here working? How much does he still contribute? It means a lot. You know, we have a lot of younger guys that not only want to pick my brain, but want to pick his or Tyson Alulu's. Um, you know, having those guys who have experience goes a long way. Um, you know, there's a difference between seeing the X's and those and seeing guys who've played it before. Uh, there's certain things we look out for. So, you know, having them back out in the field, in the classroom, is huge for us. How's Isaiah progressing? Hmm? How's Isaiah progressing? Which one? We have like three of them. <laughs> True, Loudermilk. Yeah. Uh, Loudermilk's coming along. I felt bad. You know, he got a sack and then they took it away. So, um, you know, he's moving in the right direction. Uh, the thing I love about him, he listens. He wants to learn. Um, he's quiet, uh, but as a rookie, most guys are quiet. For uh, all you guys, the Carlos is the Isaiahs, all of you. Um, is it important to speed up the clock on Gino in this game because of the danger that exists with the playmakers he's throwing to? Yeah, man, um, he's got some explosive playmakers. Uh, so, you know, we got to get them on the ground. We got to put them in situations where they have to throw the ball. Um, because they got, you know, Alex Collins and Chris Carson running the ball. Um, they have a lot of success um, and a lot of big plays. So if we can, you know, limit the run game and then really get up to the pass, it'll be a good day for us. Cam, did you wear the old school neck roll on Sunday? No comment. <laughs> Looks like you should have played in the 80s. Uh, I feel like I've been playing in the 80s. No, I'm just kidding. Terrell Edmonds. Mm -hmm. Yes. Does he... He had a first, obviously a first-round pick. A lot of pressure comes with that. Yeah. How do you feel like he's performed, and how tough is it to play that role opposite? Well, it's tough playing safety altogether. You're the last line of defense. Um, but, you know, the thing I love about Terrell is, um, you know, you don't have to call his name to know he's doing well. Um, and I think, um, you know, the stats might not be gaudy or anything, but – you know, he's been in right position. He's able to be a box defender. Um, he's able to come down and smack some uh, running backs. But, uh, you know, he's just grown in that role. Um, you know, sometimes that first-round pressure is unneeded because there are guys that 
uh, produce at a high level that just don't have stats for it. Um, but, you know, Terrell's playing great, and we're going to continue to need him to play great. And there's more than the stats that you see. Yes, yes, hands down. Um, you know, we have a great one-two punch back there, um, and not a lot of teams can say that. And, um, you know, I know Mika gets all the love, and he should, but Terrell has been playing really good football for us. What do you call Carlos then? Knucklehead two. And Bugs is knucklehead one, so. <laughs> knucklehead two and Bugs is knucklehead one. Oh, what a walk-off there from Cam Hayward. Great stuff. I love listening to him speak. I mean, the dude just gets it. Right? I mean, there's everybody knows, and all your different walks of life, sometimes there's just people who it's very clear anytime they speak, they just get it. Cam Hayward is one of those guys. Uh, he's such a leader for this team. He's such a great football player. Always love uh, listening to what he has to say. That was Cam Hayward yesterday before practice, uh, touching on a bunch of different things, all uh, different aspects of the defense. Um, and kind of what the difference is preparing for Russell Wilson versus Geno Smith and trying to prepare for a quarterback that hasn't started a game in four years, not a ton of recent tape or anything to go off of there. Um, great explanation, great breakdowns, and some humor, as always, from, uh, from big number 97, Cam Hayward. Love uh, listening to that guy as we set the stage for the Seahawks here on the Steelers Blitz about... 15 minutes from now, Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette will join us to continue all these conversations. Another guy that I wanted to hear from here, uh, just a, a couple minutes, um, someone who had a strong performance on Sunday, and that's Chooks Okorafor. Uh, we've discussed Chooks a lot this season. There's been some good, there's been some bad, there's been ups and downs. But I thought he turned in one of his best performances on Sunday against the Broncos, and you know what? The timing of that is important. I think particularly with Zach Banner coming back, right? You... That, that competition is a good thing. You know, you, you want guys to feel like they have to earn it every day, every week. And now with Zach Banner back in the fold, you know, Chooks turns in one of his best performances of the season, probably his best game of the season. I don't think that's any coincidence. A lot of times that competition can push everyone to be better. Here's what Chooks had to say yesterday after practice. Start calling you the Vaughn Stop, stop, no, okay. stop, stop. Right. Let's not do that. How, how good, of, I mean, how good do you think you played, though, on Sunday Spot coming back from. Uh, I I think I played pretty good, but I feel I still feel like there's some stuff I could have done better or fixed. But yeah, pretty solid there. Did the week off with the injury help in any way for you to just kind of reset? Uh, study no, it sucked. It's just because of like seeing your your team being out there and not being able to help. So, but you know, it, it is what it is. You're two for two against that guy, though, right? I did pretty decent, yeah. I'll say. <laughs> Anything you can attribute that to? Why did you do so well? I think someone like Vaughn is just like the the guy can like change the play every snap. So like you kind of have to to be at your best. Whether it's a run or the pass, you always gotta play play your best every week. I mean every snap. Chuck talked about how the entire offensive line was challenged last week. Guys been challenged again. What kind of things is our coach Canada and other people coaches saying to you guys to challenge you to rise to the I feel like it's, it's really nothing new. It's kind of the same thing every week. We, our, our job every week is open host for if it's Benny, Najee, or, or, or whatever the case is. So it's just doing the same thing every week, but just trying to do it better every week, every play. Why has it been better, do you think, the last couple of weeks? 
I think it just it just took time, just like having having the other guys being being in out there for a couple of weeks. Most of us are still new or haven't really played next to each other for a while. I think it just took a little bit of time to kind of get used to it. So would you expect what it was like against Denver now to be consistent? Uh, I mean, I, I I hope so. That's that's the plan. So we'll see. Ben has mentioned a couple times, both after the game Sunday and again today, that Matt Cannon has really been kind of getting on you guys and trying to bring out the best of you. What's uh, is, is he pretty motivational behind closed doors in those meetings? I I think he is by flight in in this job that we have. I don't think a coach really, at least in my personal opinion, I don't think a coach really does too much for you. I think it's all it's always yourself. You always want to play better, improve every snap, every play. So that's kind of how, how how I think. The offense has been hitting a lot on uh, chunk plays lately mm -hmm. these last two games through the year. Does a lot of that have to do with establishing the ground game? Right? A thousand percent. Like if last year you you always saw saw what happened last year, we we, we passed the ball pretty much every play. And it worked for a while, but eventually teams obviously watch film and they, they figure out how, how, how to fix that. So having a run game for sure helps. Were you guys as a group, do you think was it frustrating early or? thousand percent. Do you just group, watch, group. watch every game and start anew? As, as, as much as you're on a flash every game, you still have to kind of look look back at every game and kind of see, okay, we did this decent, we did this bad, we did this good. Let's try and improve from every play. So, yes, yes you obviously want to flush it, but you also got to learn, learn f from it, too. And I guess does it feel a little better now? Is there a little energy? Yeah, we still have a long, long way left, so I, we can't really feel good now. Chooch, you know Zach is coming back. You guys are good friends. You're yeah. in the right tackle spot right now. What's that dynamic like for you, knowing, knowing that he's coming back and like, okay, I got to... I think, I think everyone here knows it. it's, it's, it's a business, and... You, you have to prove you yourself every every snap, every play, whether it's me or, or Zach. So I just do as I'm told. If I'm told to play left, left tackle this week, I'll, I'll play left. If I'm told to play guard this week, I'll play guard. So I, I'll do as I'm told. So you just put all that out of your mind and just... A thousand percent. A thousand percent, yeah. Do, do you get any snaps more on the left side now, or have you just been doing Last week I was, playing, I was playing a little bit on left, but now I think I'm, I'm going to be back on the right. Because you, with Zach coming back, you think you like? I, yeah, you have to go. I, I have no clue what's happened. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just doing as I'm told. I'm sure, he'll tell us exactly. Yeah. Hey, you never know. He might. No, no I don't you know. know. <laughs> hey, you never know. But yeah, I have no idea. I was gonna do as I'm told, pretty much. How so. challenging would that be to have to go back after that many games over on the right side? Uh it, it for sure will, but I think everything takes reps. So I think it just as, as, as much of reps as, as I, I take, I feel like I'll get, I'll feel pretty, pretty good at it. Nor much of a talker during the game. Or did no, he, did he, say he was being quiet. Not that wrong. You guys have faced good pass rushers pretty much every week, but Jamal Adams from Seattle, how different of a challenge is he coming from that secondary? I mean, he's technically a safety, but he plays in the box so much, he blitzes so much, and everybody. Have to be aware of him, or is that someone else's? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he's he's obviously a player that you you have to know where where he is at all, all times. like you said in the box, if it's a run or a pass play, you often never know what he's gonna do. So you have to be aware of him at, a, at every snap. What's it like to add that personality, Zach's personality, into the huddle? <laughs> it's something. It's something. He he always brings the the juice to it because everyone on the line is somewhat quiet. So. Having Zach be, be the guy who does all that, it brings something to it. Chuk Sakura for there, speaking after practice yesterday, and I...
like to hear him say that uh, the Zach Banner's bringing the juice because we obviously know in the absence of Juju Smith-Schuster, you need those energy guys around. Every team needs those guys that just lighten the mood, that bring the energy, bring the enthusiasm, and it's good to have Zach Banner back in that regard, certainly. Great stuff there from Chooks. I like him downplaying the mastery of Von Miller, but hey, it's true, though. Two games against Von Miller, and Chooks has done a great job keeping that future Hall of Famer quiet. Um, that is certainly something for the young man to hang his hat on for sure. Great stuff from him. One more that I wanted to play for you here in our opening segment. A guy that we've talked a decent amount about. We have saw him finally play a few snaps on Sunday. Carl Joseph, my Mountaineer brethren, of course, signed by the Steelers um, from the Raiders earlier in the season. Spent some time on the practice squad. Has now been elevated. Uh, finally got some some snaps on Sunday. Now speaking to the media this week. I, You know, you don't want to assume anything. But it, it, when these guys are the ones talking to the media, it feels like, you know, they might be getting more opportunity out there. Um, similar to like we said with Zach Banner. With Zach Banner... Um, now speaking to the media again, it feels like he's getting ready to get back into the fold. Uh, here's what Carl Joseph, just a couple minutes of uh, what Carl Joseph had to say yesterday. What, what he's about and the culture here, um, you know, always, you know, I went to school not too far from here, so I know what, what it's like to be a stiller or, you know, the, the whole fan base and um, how they play defense here. So that was always something that, that was intriguing to me. So um, when I got the opportunity, it's something that I couldn't pass up and come here with, with a, group, a great group of guys that's with a culture that's built on winning. So that's something I wanted to be a part of. You said you were here for free agency. Why did you choose Oakland, I mean, Las Vegas over Pittsburgh at that time, or was that your choice? Um, it was yeah, a lot of different reasons. Um, you know, obviously I was familiar with the Raiders staff, um, so some of that played a part of it. Um, but it was other reasons that um, at the time it was the best decision for me. So. Was there a, during the draft process did you meet with Tom, Coach Tomlin or anything back, at the, back then? Or? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, I, he was also at my pro day. So, like I said, it's, it's a guy I've had a great amount of respect for, um, played against this team um, over, a few times over my career. So I um, always, always like the way he coached and what he's been about, the culture, and the guys I've always spoke to have nothing but positive things to say about him. So I was excited to come be a part of it. Challenge is it from going from being a first round pick to practice squad and knowing that you have to yeah. play into the 53 man? Is that a challenge that you like trying to tackle? Um, it's definitely a challenge, of course. Um, you know, you know, being at the high of you know, um, being the first rounder, so to being here where it's got to work. Um, but you know, I'm embracing embracing it. It's a challenge. Um, you know, f- forcing me to get better, um, not only physically but mentally, and you know. Um, Got to stay locked in and stay ready and keep working. Um, you know, my role right now is to help my teammates get better on the field and just get myself ready as well for when my opportunity or my names get called. You got your feet wet last week, played yeah. a couple of snaps. How do you see your role developing here in the coming um, it, it felt great to actually get suited up, you know, go out there with those guys, man. Um, so, I, like I said, I, it's a learning process for me. Um, I'm just going to keep getting better. It's a long season. We got a long, long season ahead of us. Um, so, I, I'm just going to keep doing my part, everything I can to, to keep getting better and keep helping my teammates get better. Um, and then just be ready when I get my opportunity. How well do you know Um, Pretty well. We played one year together at, at West Virginia. Um, haven't played him, uh, against him a lot since since we've both been in the league but you know he's a he's a savvy vet he's been around for a long time I think he's in a, what his ninth year now so you know he's stuck around for a long time I know what he's capable of um, 
you know, and we seen some of that when he got in his opportunity uh, Thursday night last week. So we know what he's capable of, man, and um, we just got to be ready. And I know it's been a while, but I mean, you were a freshman and he was a, a best senior, senior yeah. yeah. So what do you mean, anything you remember about, I don't know, anything you learned from him? Uh, he's a playmaker, man, playmaker, big arm. Um, like I said, he's obviously been in the league for, for nine years now, so it's obviously for a reason. Um, you don't stick around that long. Um, without having talent, so you know he's a, he's a great player. Um, he's a vet, so um, and he's been in that offense for a while, learning under a great another great quarterback. So um, we gotta be prepared. Two more guys. Practice or uh, <laughs> have a chance? He said that he pick on me in practice. Yeah, he probably did a few times. Um, you know, we had a lot of guys, man, Tavon and Stedman, those guys. So it was great coming in as a as a freshman to, to watch those guys work, man, the amount of touchdowns and points they put up. So um, that was something I was grateful for as a freshman. Last week, you played for John Gruden for a little yeah. bit in Oakland. Obviously, the release of his emails, his resignation. What's your reaction to that, and, and why is it important to have an inclusive atmosphere in an NFL team? Uh, man, it was shocking. Um, with obviously with my time with the Raiders, then go great. But um, uh, Coach Gruden, man, I have nothing but respect for him. Um, I wish him the best of luck. Um, it was shocking for me, um, and, and I know that's as as far as when I've been around, that's not something I ever saw from him. So um, no, he, he's a great guy, man. Um, I, I don't think he he probably met any any harm from whatever it is. I I don't know the extent of whatever happened, but um, like I said, from my time around him, man, he's he's a he's a great coach. Um, you know, love football and, and love trying to get his guys ready to win. But I wish him the best of luck. Um, obviously, uh, like I said, I don't know the extent of it, so I'm I'm just that's that's all I can comment on that. Carl Joseph, there newest safety. For the Pittsburgh Steelers getting some spin this past Sunday. We'll see if that continues this week against Seattle in prime time at Heinz Field. Wesley Euler with you here on the Steelers Blitz. About five minutes from now, we're going to be joined by our buddy Brian Backo. Um, I'll take your tweets on Twitter. I'll take your tweets on Twitter. That's redundant. At Wesley Euler <laughs> as we roll along here. A um, couple of you guys chiming in already. We will uh, we will certainly get to uh, get to all your tweets as we roll along here. Thrash tweets me and says, if you ever need a co-host, I know a guy. Yeah, Thrash, hurry up and get here, all right? Uh, you got about 90 more minutes, all right? Hurry up. Just text me when you're here. <laughs> on Twitter at West Sealer. A couple of you guys chiming in with your three things Thursday already. We will do that around the corner as well. Reminder, it's our kind of just our simple scouting for the next opponent, right? Three things that we think the Seahawks do well, three things that we think they struggle with. Three things Thursday. We'll do that. We'll talk to Brian Backo. Got a whole bunch on the table for you this Thursday. So don't you dare go anywhere. Our buddy from the Post Gazette joins us right around the corner. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR.